Hello to you all and welcome to another installment of the Pitcast by us here at the Pit Crew Online. From the fans, for the fans. Now we thought we'd do things a little bit differently this week and take a look at one of the big topics of discussion that has emerged during the current triple header. And because of that, we came up with a question that we are going to spend the pit cars answering. And that is, does Max Verstappen have it in him to win his first world championship? I'm your host, Adam Wheeler, resident IndyCar editor at The Pit Crew Online. And joining uh, us today are three special guests. So starting off, we have Aaron, who is our resident BTCC editor. How are you doing, Aaron? All right, guys. Yeah, not too bad. Glad to be back. For those of you who don't know, Aaron's had a, a bit of good news uh, this month where he's uh, managed to uh, get a, a quite uh, reputable football club, shall we say? Uh, uh, verified so uh, he's very happy about that at the moment so uh, yeah uh, well done Aaron for that this week how are you feeling about that yeah buzzing um, it's good to see hard work get rewarded I guess not just from <laughs> me but everyone else who works for the club and hard work being rewarded I guess that kind of feeds into what we're going to be talking about today so um, we're going to move on to Jess uh, you know you've been on for the last few weeks and you're back again so we must be doing something right you can't get rid of me, I think is what the words you're looking for. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I just like talking about Formula One and motorsport too much. Can't get rid you genuinely can't get rid of me. That's it, I'm here to stay now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um and also we've got Chris, our resident statman, who is back after a fair few weeks. How are you doing, Chris? Not too bad, thank you. Been on a download, but been watching an array of motorsport, especially F one. I mean got um, everything coming back to a sense of normality as such i mean hopefully maybe going to alton park or brick car all sorts mm -hmm. going through so just hopefully uh the government open up uh, more fans across the two or four wheels that's cool you're going to potentially see a race jess you might be going to the british grand prix so you know we've got a yeah. fair few people going to see some racing but yeah let's dive in um but before that, if you're new to the channel, please like this video and subscribe, whether you're viewing this on YouTube or Spotify. Um, and if you have an opinion on what we're talking about today, make sure to comment below or let us know your thoughts. Um, but let's get to the matter at hand, which, of course, is about Max Verstappen. Um, and depending on when you're listening, the championship may look a little bit different. But as of right now, Verstappen is leading the championship after a stunning drive at the French Grand Prix. So I'm going to open the floor with this um and this question is in two parts uh do you guys think that max is ready to become an f1 world champion yeah. and the second part to that is do you think this will be his year i mean i think he's been showing signs he's capable of it for a, a few seasons now um he's just needed the the car to to really show it so and obviously now red bull seem to be in the ascendancy and on top so why not go get it yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's kind of been in the uh, the weird place, hasn't he? Where he's he's been picking up those odd wins and he's picking up the odd good result here and there. But recently, we've just been seeing this consistent performance after performance that's just been at such a high level consistently that we haven't really seen for such a long time. Um, for many drivers, in fact, I mean, you know, Lewis is really the only one who's been able to keep that consistency at a high level for so long, and that's probably as to um, why he's been so successful um, but now he's found his match it's it's crazy because we finally got an actual really good battle on our hands it's brilliant yeah it just 
I slightly disagree in that I don't think he's quite ready. I I 100% believe it's coming in the next couple of years, maybe five years, because Lewis is on his way out. But I just I just think that over a whole season, I, I've not seen him fully like rise to the pressure. I've seen him crack under the pressure, and I think. I just I just think he's not quite ready. He needs, I don't get me wrong, his momentum is on his side right now. And Red Bull have stepped up to the plate. They are up with Mercedes there, battling them all the way. But I think in the particularly after the summer break and second half of the season where Lewis is often at his strongest, I think he is gonna need to really fight back with that. And I'm not sh- I'm not sure if he's quite I don't know, quite level-headed enough is what I want to say. That's that's an interesting point, really, because we, you know, it's Max has always been known as this sort of young uh, kind of hothead in a way. He's sort of been known as this feisty driver. And the the term of sort of playing cool or having that cool mentality, you, you don't really associate it with Max Verstappen. Um, no. So I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I remember, you know, cast your minds back to Brazil a few few years ago when you know he pushed Esteban Ocon off the uh, off the weight bridge going into a you know, part firm a and everyone everyone was going mad they were going oh Verstappen he's he's a hothead but um it's been a fair few years after that now and you know I, I don't know Jess I like I I kind of feel like he's he's almost matured now to a point where maybe he is ready um although I'm I'm not quite on the side of whether he is ready or whether he is not ready I'm sort of kind of just trying to ask the question but yeah I think Chris will have some uh, interesting points as to uh, <laughs> coming from a Red Bull fan whether he thinks he's ready well, it's both now he's he's matured as well as um, Honda has matured as well you got to think go back to Austria when the season started was in a good position for to start well the car broke down he was in a good position in Hungary the car broke down so um, and that was in 2019, not 2020. So he's he's matured. He won't make mistakes again. You've got to go back to, say, Turkey last year when he tried to pass Perez. And he made the mistake of trying to overtake him too soon. He'll now not make that pass straight away. He'll go, OK, I'll hold back. And then looking at, say, his, his car and machinery is in a much better position for him to take the most out of it. This is the longest... Um, his car hasn't broken down on him, so he's got now the the tools to win. Because everyone goes, oh, it's all about the car. And um, Nurburgring last year was the last time there was a mechanical requirement in a Red Bull. And this is the longest it's been in the turbo hybrid era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on your point of whether he does make that sort of mistake, still. I mean, Bahrain, where he made that overtake on Lewis, and it didn't go. It didn't go well. He went across the outside of Lewis and exceeded track limits, and then he had to give the place back. So you know, a couple of years back, we were. You know, there was Spa 2019, where you know he had a bad start, and then he made that really bad move on Raikkonen, and that obviously didn't play out. Um, you know, it wasn't that sort of high percentage move that you would expect, say, a Lewis to make, and then you know he binned it, um, and he sort of went on that run of races, sort of in 2018, where you know, made a mistake in, in Australia. I think in China, he went off when he was trying to pass Hamilton in the race, um, which he could have won. Um, you know, there was the Azerbaijan collision. Um, and then there was the Monaco crash as well. So it was all of those things all 
within a couple of races of each other. Um, so one could argue he's been through that stage. He's been through those mistakes and he's come out the other end, a much better driver and a much more experienced driver. And I think, um, I think every driver has to go through that stage. You know, Vettel's, you know, we all know Vettel's had his, his share of mistakes and Hamilton's been through his share of mistakes too. So maybe, you know, may, maybe he's been through it. Maybe he is mature. I don't know. Jess, did you have any more thoughts on that? Yeah, I sort of, I understand that, which is why I say I think it's coming in the next couple of years, because I, I see the maturity in him. I see the experience he's now got. I, I see the the sort of the extra tuning the car to what he likes and getting getting a racecraft down much better in, in a Formula One car. But I don't know. I just think over a whole season, we've not seen that yet. I think he's yet to... Mm. At least to me, I've I've not seen that the whole season. Hmm. So I think I think we need to see that. I need to maybe I need maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'll be in my words at the end of the season, and it'll all be different. But right now, I I need to see the the whole season to say, yeah, okay, he's got this because it did take Lewis a little while. Yeah, okay, he won in two thousand and eight, but then he had season after season where there was unreliability, admittedly, from McLaren, but there was mistakes made from him where he just he then became he just couldn't win the championship after that and I think it took a little while for him to properly grow out of that and I I still think Verstappen is he's basically there but just for me not quite not he needs one or maybe two more years and then because yeah I just think I just think over the whole season Lewis will have a stronger mentality in that respect Hmm. Here's a here's a question, and I'm going to throw this to Chris. So I'm sorry that I'm putting you on the spot here. In terms of outright speed, who do you think is quicker on current form, Max Verstappen or Lewis Hamilton? On a particular track or a particular setting? Let's go with let's go with over a one lap pace, qualifying pace. Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. I can answer that straight away. Um, <laughs> you were you were very confident on that answer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. There's different aspects of a driver. Um, I reckon he's more suited to um, low lap, and I reckon Verstappen likes to be the chaser. Mm. Aaron, who do you think is quicker, Verstappen or Hamilton? If we're going for the same thing, you'd, you'd have to say Hamilton, wouldn't you? Um, mm. You know, you can always just pull it out the bag. You think, guys, oh, not going to do anything, and then all of a sudden he pulls this lap out of nowhere. Like like Chris says, I think Max does prefer to chase. I mean, he was on pole Sunday and. Made a mistake into turn one. I don't know what happened, but you know he might prefer to chase someone down rather than fend them off. Mm-hmm. I think let's go on to Perez. I think that's going to be really interesting as to whether or not he's going to be able to make a charge on this world championship. Because arguably, um, Verstappen's success at the French Grand Prix, for example, was as much down to Perez's ability to keep up with the Mercedes as it was. Verstappen's, you know, where do you where do you put Perez in all of this? Third place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, in the drivers' championship, yeah. Yeah, he's finally got to grips with it. It was like, oh, it's just going to be another Albon or another Gasly. In fact, if you saw the first couple of results, hmm. finishing 40, 50 seconds back, but now Bottas is just whid- whittled off, and uh, um, Perez has got to grips with it, and uh, he only finished sort of six seconds behind because he's got some sort of voodoo juice on the tyres um, so he can he can run long and um, 
it could be a big factor into the circumstance where they can't do the alternate strategy. Mm. Yeah, um, and I, I'm going to read out a quote here that I picked up. So Toyo Haro Tanabe from Honda, um, he said this on a quote to motorsport.com. He said, since we partnered with Red Bull, uh, Verstappen has always had to compete against both Mercedes cars on his own. But Perez has joined the team this year and he's gradually picking up his pace. If the situation had been the same as last year, Hamilton might have been free to make a pit stop again. But this time, Perez was there and Mercedes could not move freely. Uh, in this sense, we could use teamwork, mechanics, engineers, strategists and drivers. And he emphasises and drivers, which I found really interesting. Um, his presence is very important for the future to become constructors champion and drivers championship um, champion. So he thinks that Perez is going to be really integral to Verstappen's chances of becoming a future world champion. Um, I find that I just find that really interesting. The fact that he he also stresses and drivers as if that wasn't the case before with some of the others. Interesting choice of words there. But yeah, Jess, where do you where do you put Perez's role in Max's chance of becoming a future world champion? Well. It's vital, isn't it? Because in the same sense that Bottas has played the team game for Lewis in the past, um, I think Russia, I can't remember which year it was, but Russia sticks out to me where Bottas had definitely had the lead or was third in that race. And then they made them switch so that Lewis could get on the podium. Um, and then, and that was, you know, but, but Bottas has, Bottas has been there for Lewis and now, Red Bull have got a second driver which can can compete. I mean, had Baku gone differently, Lewis would have finished third, not second. And yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good chunk of points that for the drivers' championship could make all the difference by the time we get to the end of the season. It might not make any difference to Perez, who, as Chris said, will likely be third, but it will make a difference to whoever's at the top because they didn't get that three points. So it's vital it is vital yep Aaron do you agree yeah definitely um I think Perez is the perfect wingman I mean he's been the best for me he's been one of the best drivers the last 10 years full stop um no no filters or anything he's been the best you know one of the best drivers about um and now he's finally got a car that's you know wherever he's been at the top he's not having to drag it up to the top like at Force India um, so now he's he's actually getting a chance to show what what he's been capable of the whole time, um, you know he's, and I think with Albon and Gasly they were relatively inexperienced in terms of Formula One, and you know they got <clears throat> thrust into the Red Bull seat very quickly, whereas Perez has had to earn his stripes. He's been in F1 for like ten years before he gets a good car, so I think that puts him in good stead in this title battle because he knows how to be quick and how to be at the front and uh, back for stepping up. Mm. And of course, the other main important factor in, in all of this is Honda. And I think we, you know, we have to sort of acknowledge the job they've been doing um, with Red Bull this season. Um, you know, this uptick in performance that they've had where almost the engine is seemingly almost on par with Mercedes now, because I think they brought forward the 2022 engine forward a year to this year um, and they've been competitive at most circuits you know we've seen at Baku um, Lewis found it a real struggle to compete against Perez in front 
Um, and this is interestingly, I think the first time Honda have in any capacity, sort of in any way, led a F1 Constructors Championship for the first time since 1991. So it's quite cool that they're they're up there and they're doing well. Um, yeah, Chris, did you have something to say on that? Well, yeah, it's just there. Uh, yeah, you get you get the memories back to Honda McLaren, didn't you? And the red, you know, red and white Marlboro McLarens, and um, then obviously the Williams and sort of all the, all, all the circumstance like that. But um, that that's that's the only threat is that Honda have been well renowned for the turbo hybrid era for uh, having reliability issues. So I reckon that's the only if if the if the if they can keep within the rules for amount of. Uh, ECUs and power mm. units for the season. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how Honda can see if they can keep their dominance or at least keep their competitiveness going forward to next year because you've got Ferrari who are sort of bringing forward that new 2022 engine for that year and we've got to see if Mercedes can build on the already perfect work that they already do in the engine department and if Honda can because we know they're recruiting heavily from nearby F1 teams for their... Will it be Red Bull management? It won't it'd be Red Bull power unit. It won't be Honda, will it? That's right, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be strange to see a, a Red Bull, it'd be a, an energy drink. Will yeah. It, and then that, that's when it'd be like, what? Energy drinks make engines. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like a, it would be like an energy can as a piston. <laughs> or something <laughs> like uh, all new all new engine runs on actual red bull 2023 <laughs> but watch out who knows but like but they are like they're recruiting from everywhere from mercedes and you know they're already at this level of competitiveness what are they going to be in 2023 2024 2025 when i think there's probably another engine change or engine rule sort of change going on around then so you never know. Maybe Honda could be the key to Max Verstappen getting that first world championship. Aaron, what do you think? Well, firstly, Honda owe me a lot because I'm a McLaren fan, so I'm, I'm still not over <laughs> 2015, 2016. So. You've been through years of turmoil. I've, yeah, pain. Pain is um, the short answer. But yeah, I think, like you say, they could be the dominant force next, next regulations. Who knows? It's the beauty of these years before the, the changes you don't really know what's going to happen some some team could just come out of nowhere and be tops it's crazy yeah i mean so it's going to be really interesting to see how honda progresses and how that will you know enshrine verstappen's dominance in f1 for the next couple of years you know who knows but you know they've made a few changes to that engine i know that they completely redesigned the um the the ice um, they made, you know, a few changes to improve the combustion efficiency and the overall size of the unit. So actually Honda have kind of made that engine more compact, more efficient, and therefore have, you know, it's just made so many benefits to that Red Bull. Um, it must be an absolute dream if you're an aerodynamicist to, to work with the Honda engine power unit at the moment, because, you know, you just, you know, oh, an extra 10 centimeters on this side. All right, then let's play with it. But uh, who knows? Adrian Newey having a field day. Yeah, yeah. Just touching on something we we brought up earlier is, yes, can Verstappen keep this level intensity over a sustained and intense title fight? That's going to be probably the thing that does it and the thing that we haven't seen him do yet. So there's an unanswered question there that we know someone like Hamilton, we know he can keep up a sustained and intense title fight. And we also know that 
as Jess, I think, pointed out earlier, that Hamilton has a strong second half of the season in many of the close seasons that we've um, that we've seen over the past few years. I think we were when we discussing this earlier in the group chat, guys, some of the uh, seasons he's had gone past where he's come back in the second half of the season. Um, so was it 2017? Vettel was 14 points ahead of Hamilton heading into Spa. So sort of around three, heading into three quarters of the way through the season, Hamilton came back. Um, Rosberg was 29 points ahead of Hamilton following Spa in 2014. What happened? Hamilton came back. Um, and then Sebastian Vettel was ahead of Hamilton, was it in 2018 by a fair few points? And yes, it wasn't by that kind of margin, like a 20 or 30 point gap, but he was still nonetheless ahead sort of in the latter half of the season and Hamilton came back and we're not even at the halfway point of the season. So I think maybe for those people who are 100% sure that Verstappen's going to do it, I think possibly they're underestimating the the ability of Hamilton right now to then come back and you know fight um across a whole title. Um Jess, did you have anything to to add on that? Yeah, I mean he's not a seven-time world champion for no reason, you know. He admittedly, yes, okay, he's in a Mercedes, they have been the dominant force since the last rule change, but it's the fastest car, the fastest car's gonna be at the front of the grid. Obviously, if it wasn't at the front of the grid, it wouldn't be the fastest car. And I think you can tell the difference between him and Bottas just sort of proves some of his talent. And I think his a lot of his mindset going into it, he often will, well, not often, but he whenever he has a bad race, he will come back and have a good one. Now, admittedly, in the last three, he's not managed to do that. Um, and particularly with the French Grand Prix, I'm going to put that down to strategy because the, and I think they said it themselves, both the drivers were saying they needed to do a two-stop and they didn't pit either of them. And normally some conspiracy theorists will say that they tend to favour Lewis over Bottas, which I guess I guess I sort of agree with. He's probably number one over there, um, but they didn't pit either of them. So I'm going to put that one down to strategy. But I think you just look at the difference in their performances. You can see the mentality over a, a season. The best the best analogy I have for Verstappen, I think, in my head anyway, it sort of explains it to me, is, is that I see Verstappen very much like an Alonso in that he's got a fairly similar temperament when it comes to driving. And Alonso has two world championships. He totally deserves them. He's a very, very good driver. Verstappen is a very, very good driver, and I absolutely believe he's going to win world championships. But I also sort of believe that, sort of as I was saying earlier, because we haven't seen the whole um, him under that pressure for a whole season, I do believe that he will possibly get in his own way a little bit like Alonso has done in the past. Mm. Um, Whereas you can sort of see it with Lewis, where he, he did do that when he was younger. But now he sort of, he tends to, he does get out of his own way enough that he can over a whole season perform and get those championships. As you said, he tends to take summer break, refocus on whatever it is he has to do. And then he comes back and he does it and he has done it time and time again. I think, I think you just, you can't, and you can never underestimate that. You can never underestimate a world champion like that, Mm. regardless of anything that happens, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
it's quite funny actually going back to that um they didn't listen to any of the mercedes drivers do the two stop was it bottas over the radio who said you didn't listen to me yeah. you didn't listen to me and now we've got all the memes everywhere <laughs> being like baby pit me yep. one more time that was my personal favorite over the over the weekend and and others but yeah i mean aaron i'm just gonna throw that question to you um just kind of round us off before we kind of wrap this up are we over or are we underestimating lewis hamilton i mean you can never write him off that's i mean everyone everyone knows i'm not a, a big hamilton fan um i think i've made that clear before but yeah you you can never rule him out by any means like you say he comes back he knows what he's doing um like like jess said he's not a seven-time champ for now um he can just turn it on on a sixpence and come back at you so no matter how big your lead is he can hunt you down um so yeah i I don't think anyone would underestimate him i think it's just naive to do so but you know i think people Maybe you're trying to buy into the Verstappen momentum, momentum, trying to you know really gym up, really just for a break in the monotony, if anything. Mm. If you're like me and you're sick of Hamilton winning races um, in championships, um, <laughs> you want someone else to do it. So yeah, yeah. I I mean I I think there's a lot of people who share that sentiment, Aaron, and uh, yeah, potentially they are getting overexcited about Verstappen because they want someone else to become the next world champion and they want someone else to become the new thing in F1. And therefore that sort of maybe clouds their objectiveness, who knows? But um, there is definitely a momentum and there's definitely, um, there's definitely a good feeling around the Verstappen camp right now. And I think, yeah, you would be foolish to say that, you would be foolish to say he couldn't win the F world championship this year because he could, he could well do it. But uh, uh, let us know what you think. This is the really important thing about this pitcast is, do you think that Verstappen is ready to become world champion? Will he win this year's title? Let us know in the comments section below or reply to our posts on social media about what you think. So do get involved if you can. But thank you. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this and want to find more of our content, make sure to like and subscribe and look out for us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify, or visit our website at www.thepitcrewonline.net. A special thank you to Aaron, Chris, and Jess for joining us. Um, guys, where can we find you all on social media? Jess. So I am at T Motorsport Girl, stands for that Motorsport Girl. Brilliant. And Aaron, where can we find you on social media? Uh, at Aaron Owen7. Uh, Chris, where can we find you on social media? Got a lot of brands at Zingy, but it's uh, I am at C underscore Lordy91. Lovely. And you can find me on Twitter at Wheeler underscore Deals. But that's it for another episode of the Pitcast. And as always, we will see you out on the road.